So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. Here's a question. What church are you a member of? I ask because there's a church affiliation I'm going to introduce you to today that we should all want to join. Hallelujah. But first, a word of prayer. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in the name of our great God and Savior, our anytime and soon coming King Jesus, please, Lord, bless this special time we have together and tremendously bless all of our viewers today. Thank you, Father and Messiah. Yeshua, our Lord Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, much of this teaching, not only can you find it in the Bible, but also my book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture, which is certainly based on and loaded with holy scriptures. Now, right now, we live in perilous times. Paul warns us of them in 2 Timothy chapter 3. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power, and from such people turn away. And you might legitimately ask, well, hasn't this been the human condition since the beginning. Well, well, yes, but Paul is speaking about a generation in the last days, remembering that Paul was already in the last days that began in Acts chapter 2, that in the last days, perilous times will come. He's speaking about a specific generation that's the last of the last days, our generation. And that word perilous, uh, that biblical original Greek word means fierce, hard to bear, strength draining, and and some would even say rightly, a time of raging insanity. These are the perilous times that we live in today. You also find this specific generation in Romans chapter 1, Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 17, Luke 21, and too many more to even name. In Revelation chapters 2 and 3, Our Savior Jesus speaks to seven churches, five of which he he rebukes tremendously. Only two don't get rebuked by the Lord. And one of those our Savior Yeshua speaks of is a church that's holding on to him in strength-draining times, just like these. I call it the church with an open door. And I think you'll see why. We should all want to be a member of this church affiliation. Revelation chapter 3, And to the angel of the church of Philadelphia write, These things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. First off, it's important to know that the angel spoken of here is the Greek word messenger. Yes, it can pertain to heavenly winged beings, 
but also human beings. And in this case, in, the, in this context, it's speaking to the church leader. And the Lord addresses all seven churches this way. Uh, the church leader, the bishop, the overseer, what's commonly known these days as the pastor. And certainly, that's a biblical term in the giftings and offices of church leaders, pastor. But more commonly now, that is the church leader that's known across the board, the pastor. Yeah? And, and so, uh, here we see the church of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Our Savior, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, He is the way, the truth, and the life. He who is holy, He who is true. Amen. All authority has been given to him by our Holy Father. All authority has been given to our Savior Jesus in heaven and on earth. He has the key of David because Jesus the Lord is the son of David, who's coming to reign and rule, sitting on the throne of David in Jerusalem. In this generation, Oh, hallelujah. He's the one who opens and no one shuts, and he shuts and nobody opens. We continue in Revelation 3. I know your works. See, I've set before you an open door, and no one can shut it, for you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. This great King and Savior Jesus know, knows what everyone is doing and the condition of every church and the condition of every individual in the church because the church is made up of bricks and sticks, pews, sound equipment. Now the church is made up of precious souls, individuals who have come together in Messiah Jesus' name. Well, our Lord Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, opens a door nobody can shut. This is the church with an open door. This church's members today even today, have a little strength due to these perilous times. You'll see in a moment, this Philadelphia church is especially for this final generation where all the signs of the Lord's coming are leaping off the Bible's pages. They have a little strength, and they've kept His Word. In a modern Western church environment, with greater access to the Bible than ever. Most in church today don't know or keep His Word. And I've got to say, this program goes to 200 countries. So you may be watching where you don't have such great access to the Bible. And I've been in many countries where that's the case. Yet most who watch this program certainly do have access. And where this, this program goes mostly, people do have a great deal of access to the Bible. Do you know and keep his word? Listen to what the Apostle Paul tells Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 2, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You mean it takes work to follow Jesus the Lord? Yeah, newsflash, it does. But wait, we're saved by grace. Yes, we're saved by grace because we have nothing with which to buy this salvation. We're bankrupt in our sin. And we get saved by Jesus by grace. And then we cooperate with His grace. How? By being a laborer. I like to say it this way. Salvation is free, but discipleship costs everything. Yes, 
Yeah. So be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We're supposed to work at knowing the word of the living God and to walk out his word by his grace. Yes. Also in a world that increasingly hates the name of our Savior Jesus, the open door church members have not denied his name. Now, I'm about to read a passage that's next in Revelation 3 that spoke of a small number of powerful Jewish elites that stirred up trouble and persecution against the churches, including that of Philadelphia. This passage has been wrongly used down through the centuries to persecute all Jews who had nothing to do with this persecution. It's important, as Paul tells us, to rightly divide the word and not use it for wickedness. So here we go. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you. These Philadelphia church members were and are today following the great king of the Jews and the world, which all the world will see how much he loves us. Yes? Well, in a moment, we're going to see how important it is to be a Philadelphia church member, especially in this generation. Remember to watch, therefore, and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself. We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry poured out for the nations where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch Therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. 
And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great Savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. Box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. We're looking at the church with an open door. No matter your church denomination or affiliation, this is the church to be part of in these perilous times. We're going to review read some of the passages we looked at in the first part of the program. Revelation 3, beginning of verse 7, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I've set before you an open door, and no one can shut it, for you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. And now down to verse 10. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Oh, hallelujah. As Philadelphia church members, we persevere. We follow Messiah Jesus through these perilous times. What hour of trial is coming upon the whole world? And by the way, it's at our doorstep at this time. It's the seven years of the wrath of the risen Lamb, Messiah Jesus. Uh, this is spoken of throughout the Bible. Here are just a few or just some of the places. Daniel 7, 9, and 12. Matthew chapter 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Revelation chapters 6 through 19, and too many more to mention in the short time we have. But the Lord will keep his Philadelphia church members from that time. How? Well, remember, this is the church with the open door that nobody can shut. Listen to the Apostle John give account of his open door experience. It's after the Lord has spoken to the churches in chapters 2 and 3. It's after the time of the church on earth as it's been since Pentecost. Here we go. After these things, I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying, come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. 
Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And er earlier in Revelation 3, our Lord Jesus tells us that He sits next to our Heavenly Father on His throne. Also see this open door in heaven and the voice that sounds like a trumpet speaking with John saying, come up here. Now look at Paul speaking of the rapture. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, Comfort one another with these words. Excuse me. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, our Lord Yeshua. So what accompanies our Lord Jesus descending from heaven? A shout. The voice of an archangel with a what? Trumpet of God. You see, the apostle John that we read about in Revelation 4 is catapulted forward in the spirit and experiences the rapture Paul is speaking of in 1 Thessalonians 4. Remember, John heard, come up here. And think of this. In the Old Testament, Enoch was raptured, and so was Elijah. And there's a, a scriptural reference up on the screen to show you where that takes place. In Revelation 11, there's another rapture, after the church is raptured, two witnesses are proclaiming the gospel during the tribulation. Nobody can harm them, and they're preaching righteousness until the Lord's time for them on earth is over and the Antichrist kills them. Their dead bodies lie in Jerusalem for three and a half days. Then look what happens. Now, after the three and a half days, the breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet, and great fear fell on those who saw him. You see, the people, uh, the wicked people during the tribulation at that time, while these two witnesses are preaching righteousness, will be rejoicing over their dead bodies until this takes place. And they heard a loud voice from heaven, these resurrected two witnesses, and they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, come up here and they ascended to heaven in a cloud and their enemies saw them these two are raptured upon hearing the same words john heard in revelation 4 come up here these are the words every modern philadelphia church member will experience any moment why because they have an open door they we have an open door nobody can shut. Hallelujah to the Lamb, our Savior, Yeshua, our Messiah, Jesus. What are the characteristics of a Philadelphia church member? They have a little strength. They've kept God's word and have not denied the name of Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. He or she must overcome the obstacles keeping or attempting to keep them from believing in Messiah Jesus enough to follow him through these perilous times. And after the rapture, they, we, will be rewarded accordingly. Behold, I am coming quickly. 
Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear with the Spirit, says to the churches, We are to be watching and ready for the rapture, holding fast to what crown? Well, we see Paul speak of the same crown as he's writing to Timothy. Finally, there's laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. The day of the Lord begins with the rapture. And those who are watching and ready will receive the crown of righteousness. Why the crown of righteousness? Because when you're watching for the Savior to come for you every day, it changes the way you live. It makes you hunger and thirst for righteousness. They live holy and righteous lives watching for our Lord Jesus. Watch therefore and be ready. Perhaps today He's coming for me and coming for you. The Lord's Philadelphia church members will be a pillar in Abba Father's temple which is the center of the kingdom of our Savior, Jesus. Philadelphia church members will reign under and with our anytime soon-coming King, Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. We will not be excluded or foreigners anymore for our faith in Messiah Jesus. We will bear the name of Abba Father and the New Jerusalem and will be given a new heavenly name. I believe that new name will be based on how we participated in the works of grace assigned to us before the world began. May our Savior give us an ear to hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And what about you? Do you have an ear to hear? Do you receive? Do you believe? Are you ready to embrace in a, in a deeper way than before this program started? the things you've heard today. Will you join the Philadelphia Church today? Well, I've already been doing these things. Will you be a more intentional member of the Philadelphia Church? Maybe the way you need to start and apply for your membership is to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior right now. Uh, I've had people from other faith walks. I had a Muslim call after watching the program recently. Yeah? And, and, and he challenged me about some things, and I answered him according to the scriptures. And I'm praying for him to get saved. What about you? Uh, have you truly been born again? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Who, as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to believe upon his name. Have you recognized you? sinned against a holy God. We've all lied, cursed God's name, stolen, lusted, and more. And there's a place called hell where sinners go. But God is rich in mercy and love. And He sent His only begotten Son, Jesus the Lord, the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God, who lived a sinless life and took our punishment for our sins upon Himself on the cross. He lived a sinless life and when those nails went through his hands and feet, hands and feet, his innocent blood spilled down that cross to pay 
for our law breaking, the laws of God that we've broken. Yes, so that we can go free. But if I offer you a free gift, if you reject it, you don't get the benefit of that gift. But if you receive it, you do. And what's the benefit? Forgiveness, eternal life, a relationship with our Creator that grows and grows and grows throughout eternity. Yeah, oh, it's a good deal. You should take it. And if we reject Him, if we reject Him, hell and then the eternal lake of fire. Oh, Listen, time is running out so fast now. Don't wait. What do I need to do? Repent, turn away from your sins and call upon the name of the Lord and begin to follow him today and never look back. Yeah, follow him into and throughout eternity. Cry out to him, oh Jesus, Lord, I've sinned against you. I'm in big trouble. I don't want to go to hell and you love me. Abba, Father, sent you for me. And I believe you died on the cross for my sins and rose again. Please save me. And if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Please contact us. We want to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Christ. Yeah. Oh, Father in heaven, please bless tremendously all of our viewers at their point of need right now. Meet them with your grace and bring them forward now. Raise up, forgive, and establish in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And more than ever, don't forget... Watch therefore and be ready. Our soon coming King Jesus, he's coming any moment. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. For those of you affected by this hurricane, Ian, our ministry team is praying for you, the Lord's comfort, compassion, mercy, and healing. In Florida, Georgia, the Carolinas, anywhere you're affected, may our Savior Jesus heal and bless you today. Amen. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Who was slain, he'll come again